0: This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode.
1: Well, hello, everyone. We are so glad to see you. And we are so excited today. We have uh, a special guest with us. His name is Alan Asplen. He's sold over 6,000 homes since being licensed. And Alan, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good
2: morning. I'm really uh, glad you found me and uh, got me on your show. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I guess I, I, I struggle in real estate because I, I'm really much a, an introvert. I don't, uh, like to put myself out there like even having my picture and stuff is, is hard for me uh so for me to talk about myself and what we do is a um uh, it's hard on me so I uh, but I do appreciate you acknowledging me and uh, bring me on your show
1: awesome well I think it's funny because everyone thinks that I'm extre- an extreme extrovert and I feel like I used to be a really big introvert I mean extrovert and now I've gotten to the place where I'm a lot more introverted.
0: <laughs> That's
1: right. Um, yes. So um, let's talk for just a second. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, tell us a little bit about where you're getting your clients from.
2: So we've been in business for a long time. are started the company uh, before me. Uh, she passed away when I was in the business for about one year. And uh, we... we at the time, we we're very much traditional marketing, which is heavy flyers, print, billboards. And now we've kind of transitioned to more past clients and referrals. So about, probably about 70% of our business comes from that. And we, we really feel that that's kind of our big uh, niche to our business is having those strong relationships with clients. And it's, it's really, you know, whether been through many times where it's slower markets, better markets, but it's, it's always given us consistent results by having those strong relationships uh, that people can can trust us. Uh, and certainly we, we our, our marketing changed now. We do a lot of uh, TV marketing um, and that really, I think, elevates us uh, beyond what the average agent's uh, doing in our local community. Because it's it's everybody, I feel, is doing social media. Everybody's doing billboards and bus benches and flyers, but uh, only a select few can put out a good, a uh, TV commercial or radio commercial?
1: So I want to talk a little bit because one of the things that I think people are forgetting about, I've talked to a lot of people and they've said the phones have stopped ringing, literally. Like it went from the last two years was like, oh my gosh, so many people. And now it's real, the phones have stopped ringing. And so what they've had to do is go back through all the leads that have come back in the last two years and they're having great success with that. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about what you're doing to kind of go back through those old leads that have come in and how to revive them.
2: Yeah, good, good question. And we, we've we struggled with that, but we found success. Like for our, we have 20 some agents that are, you know, we tell them, get out there, and call your so We We call your uh, top 50, which is your top 50 people who are in a good position to send you referrals or do or send you referrals throughout the year. So it may not be your your best friend may not be in your top 50 because maybe they're not in a good position to send you business or they haven't sent you business. And we find it hard uh, to make those calls. So if you haven't talked to someone that you want on a CMA two years ago, you haven't talked to them, it's hard to call them out of the blue and say, hey, you ready to sell your house now? Or, hey, do you know anybody who wants to buy or sell a house now? And so we give them excuses to call. And so we'll put on events. Uh, this morning, we're talking about what we're going to do for our Easter event for clients, but uh, a very successful Christmas party for our clients. And so our agents end up being able to call these people. So they'll make 200, 300 calls to their clients that they, as far as prospects go and their sphere of influence, not to call them to see if they're ready to sell their house, but calling them to invite them to the party. And, and inevitably, the conversations go from You'd think it'd be just a quick call. Hey, do you want to come to our party? But usually it ends up being a five or ten minute conversation catching up, and uh, and then they say, "Well, oh, yeah, we're we're thinking we're going to do something next year, or we're we're thinking of doing something in the spring. Can you make sure you follow up with that?" And so we, we we take the the approach of being their friend first, and just acquainting ourselves and and not talking real estate, and uh, it makes it easier for our guys to get out the phone and make those calls.
1: So talk a little bit about. What you can do, like, give us a conversation that you would do. So I know you're really big into, um, I know you're really big into events, but, you know, people right now are like, I got to save money. I don't yeah. want to spend the money on events. Right. Uh, what would be the cheapest event that they can do? Because here's the thing, people need to understand only maybe 5% of the people you invite are going to even come to the freaking event. So
2: that's the, that's if, the best oh part. My
1: gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to spend so much money. No, they're not freaking. Kidding. Who cares?
2: And, and that's the best part of both the events. They are by far one of the least expensive marketing efforts we do because the goal is not to have them come to the event. People are busy. A lot of people won't come. Um, but Again, it's an excuse for us to get a hold of. Them. So for our Easter one we're talking about is it's gonna we're gonna have an Easter bunny and we're gonna have an egg hunt and we'll have like some just some small finger food. Uh the whole thing will probably cost us less than a thousand dollars to do it. Um, and uh, but we'll reach out to the whole community for it. And uh it just it it also shows that we're doing things in the community, uh, not just pressuring them is, you know, call for your free market evaluation today. Is here we are, we're giving back to the community in in a good way for people who want to come out and get their picture taken with Easter Bunny or just come by and say hi. But the the point is not so much, and we stress this in our office, the point is not to have them come out to the events. The event's not the big part. The big part is getting on the phone and and talking to people that you wouldn't normally be talking to.
1: So I want you to talk for just a second about this Easter wine, because this is perfect. They've got plenty of time. But I Mm. really want you to do it even like if someone wanted to do it really low budget, right? Mm. Because everyone's trying to save money right now. And to be honest, if you do the event for $200 or $1,000, you're getting the same bang for your buck. So let's pretend someone says, okay, I'm going to do an event. It's $200. That's it. How do I do it? Because listen, you can do this for just a very little money and then get one of the preferred vendors... That we mm-hmm. have, maybe they can help sponsor a little bit of it. Get the title yep. company to do it a little bit, the um, you know mortgage person to do a little bit. Uh, so, give us the exact steps. This is perfect timing. We're going to do an Easter event. Talk yeah, it, the whole thing.
2: Yeah, it's, it really is a, a low key event, so super easy to uh, initiate because uh, you if you you only have to have an Easter bunny. This is the first year we're actually talking about having one. Um, but we feel well, we're going to try and see how it is. So you either rent, rent a suit or rent a bunny. And if you want, so we're talking about renting a suit and just have one of our agents. We're going to do it as a three hour event. So it'll be from one till four. Uh, we're going to do it at our office. Uh, we talked about having it like offsite, but we feel it's more, it's better to have people come by our office so they get to know what, you know, the kind of the business side in today's world, not too many people see our office. And we have a, a nice office to to show off. So if you'll have them come by and uh and, and see what the office looks like and uh and have that interaction. So and the only things we're gonna be buying it will be uh, But Easter. you can
1: get a bunny suit. You can actually, I just put one in the chat. You can literally get a bunny suit there on Amazon for seventy-nine dollars, literally, yeah. and it's cute. My husband did it for our one and literally you can have it every year. You use the same bunny suit over yeah. and over and over again.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, get your office to buy a bunny suit and all the agents can pitch it on it and everyone can use it.
1: Yes, and so, and and let's say, even if you did it at a restaurant, right? Like if you did it at a restaurant where you just, because talk about easy, right? You could just mm-hmm. provide a few little appetizers, um, yep. but keep going with what you would do. But, and
0: it depends
2: where you live. Like, I, I mean, we do a, a summer uh, slash fall event where we do it outside just at a park. And, and again, that doesn't cost us anything. Yeah, because we're not bringing in a thousand people, we'll be lucky to get a hundred or two hundred people. So we're not, so it's not as big as it may seem. We'll reach out to probably two or three thousand people, but the amount of people that actually show up is is smaller. But that again, when
1: you reach out, what are the forms of communication that you're using to reach out to these people?
2: So uh, phone is first. So the first thing is we, we try to make contact by via phone. If phone doesn't work, then we text, and then everyone gets a, an email. Actually, three emails. So, you'll get initial email, a reminder email, and then another reminder email. And then what it also does for so for our Christmas party, we we run it, uh, it. We do calendars every year. We've done calendars every year for forever, but uh, now it's expensive. It probably costs about three dollars with postal for calendars. And we use it to update our database every year. So we run about five six thousand people in our database, and we are sending out a number of calendars every year, people who either passed away or moved and we have no contact with them. So it allows us to keep a, a good updated uh, database by doing these things. So if we call them and they say, oh, so-and-so passed away, unfortunately, okay, well then we take them off the list or or maybe they sold and we didn't know about it. And it also allows us to, to update the list. So it keeps our, so for the Easter thing, the same thing. If anything's changed, um, we, uh, our database with it, so we're we're making sure that we're always very clean in our database and not uh, soliciting people who don't exist or have moved already.
1: So, do you use anything? So, you know, there there's something called Sky, sc- sc- uh, not Sky Dial. What is it? Um,
2: like an and, auto dialer or something? What is it? Um, Sly.
1: Sly dialer. Yes, thank you com, where you can literally make, send a voicemail. Thank you. Uh, it's com, and you can do a ringless voicemail personalized. So you set up a voicemail and you'd be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to invite you this week to, right. um, you know, our, our event. Are you doing that?
0: No.
1: And is it effective? Are you just actually no. personally it, calling? Or are you having admin call?
2: No, personally calling. So it's it's extremely important. And that's so what we stress that is, is making that connection. And it's, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, if you're not busy right now, running around, uh, doing CMAs, it's taking a block of time to, to reconnect with people. And I feel that not only I feel the feedback I get from my agents is that it, they enjoy it. And most agents are in the business because they like dealing with people. Majority of people deal with family and friends. friends of friends. And it's just, it's a nice way to connect with people. So uh, so I'll connect with people that I may have not talked to for a couple of years, but it's like friends from elementary school, you know, where you can kind of get on the phone and have a half an hour conversation. And then the end result is when it comes time of them thinking of selling their house in in two years or three years, you know, who are they going to think of first? Well, more than likely it's it's going to be me because we have a better connection.
0: And now a word from our sponsor, Canzel Realty. Run your business your way, only at KanZell Realty. You can have all the freedom with none of the standard real estate red tape. As an agent at KanZell, you'll have the ability to be on a 100% split with no yearly or monthly tech fees you'll get access to revenue share and stock award options, top tier leads program options, access to a local broker in every major city instead of just one for the whole state, a local circle leader to help you and your business, access to incredible national speakers and training, an unmatched suite of free technology, KV Core CRM, BrokerBuck, BrokerMint, and more. At Kanzo, you get the best of both worlds. All the technology, revenue sharing, and equity awards of a national firm combined with the close-knit feel and support of a local firm. Build your real estate business your way, only at Canzel Realty.
1: So, with uh, most of the people I've heard from say that Evite is a really good place because people get their emails from Evite <laughs> and they get the text messages from Evite. So that when they're inviting these people to the events, they're the people who are doing these events. You know, once a quarter or once a month, and they're consistent with it are having the best results. Is there? a platform that you're using or kind of a system that you go, okay, I'm going to make one phone call. Then I'm also going to do it on eBite. Then I'm going to, you know, what what's kind of the plan that you use besides the phone call?
2: Yeah. For us, if the phone call doesn't go through, we usually won't leave a voicemail message, but we'll text them back. So a lot of people just would rather read a, a text and, and, but also make it personal. So it's uh, and it's the same thing with the emails. We're we're not, except for the reminders. So the, the, the initial emails that go out are personalized email. So it'd be, hi, Chantel, hope you and the kids are doing well, you know, and, and try to make it personal because everyone gets too many uh, bulk emails.
1: Or a video text, you know, like you can say, you literally record one video text and then you could literally text that out if you're, you are more of an introvert and yeah. you don't want to make those calls, you could do one really hmm. cool one and text it out.
2: Yeah, you certainly could. I mean, it, to me, it's what I stress with my agents is making it personal. I, yes, it takes more time, but it the results are infinitely better because it it really you know you're showing that you care, and if you want them to care about you, well, then you need to show that you're caring about them. And, and a lot of times, opportunities will come up too, just in conversations where they'll say, "Oh, my my mother-in-law, uh, she her health isn't doing good." Uh, maybe you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, after the party, come by and uh, just let us know what you think the house could be worth so we can start making a plan. And so little things come up that that wouldn't come up if it was just a, a bulk email or a bulk text sent out, like just making that connection.
1: So these wine and scotch tasting, I have heard, are kind of the two big things that people are actually really attending right now. And, you know, it seems like, let's talk about pretty easy, right? You just get a really great whiskey or a great scotch or some great wine. You can get kind of partner with someone who like sells the wine, like an organic wine, like, um, you know, Scout and seller or something like that. They'll provide the wine um, and can do that. Anything else that you've done that's been really successful that has been the lowest cost, but. The biggest bang for your buck.
2: Good question. I, I think, and I know a lot of agents do it as well. Is the the pies for Thanksgiving? So we'll, we'll do about six, seven hundred pies in Thanksgiving, and and but same thing. We don't. We use a local company for the pies, so people know that we're supporting local, uh, as well as the agents will will deliver them themselves or or with help of family. Uh, so it becomes a, a big, like week or if you say two weeks leading up to it because we're they're calling they're scheduling it's but we change it we're only giving out may have approximately 50 pies which is a fair bit to you know in one day but there's a lot of value again to not only making the call people are pretty receptive about getting the free pie and then actually getting in front of them saying here's Chantal, here's your here's your pie happy thanksgiving and uh and then it's you know we also have a little like I say a little bit, but I feel we we carry a little bit of celebrity presence in our city, so when people are talking, that you know they can say, "Well, yeah, but you know, so and so dropped off a a pie for me, you know, for Thanksgiving." We know that they're these, you know, real estate agents that we see all over. I can't believe they came to my house and, and did this for me.
1: Yeah.
0: So and, let's uh, talk
1: about let's talk about time blocking because I think people are struggling right now with where to spend their time. And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, okay, where should they be spending the majority of their time right now to get the biggest bang for their buck and how they should time block?
2: That's always a big question. For me personally, and I, I guess I keep on going back to it because for, for all the new agents that come through that you know don't have a big budget for marketing, it, it's almost, I see some agents coming like, well, I want to get a billboard or I want to get a, a bus fish. And they they spend their money on that, and and it ends up being a zero result because it's just not a, it just doesn't penetrate the market enough. Usually, uh, like we're talking taking the new agent and making phone calls to their sphere of influence. By far, the the best bang for your buck, or going out in your local neighborhood and really having that laser focus to to the, the local neighborhood that you're in or you want to specialize in and. Um, is it just as opposed to trying to go really wide with the marketing? Just be very focused on what you do.
1: So, as far as the number of calls with the new agents, how, let's say a new agent's coming along and they're going to follow back up with old leads. I want yeah. you to go over the exact script that they're going to say and how many phone calls that they need to be making per day to be able to be successful on the phone.
2: I know a lot of my friends have like we're not that structured on the on the phone call side. I know a lot of my friends, like top agents, uh, will will have here's your script, this is what you have to do, this is what you have to call. We don't have the same like number of leads that we have, like we don't have five hundred leads coming in a day to, to call kind of thing. Um, so it's uh for us it's it's more focused before anybody will even get on our team. We'll make sure that they have, uh, as I referred to our top 50 before, and so we'll we'll really drill down on the top 50. And the reason why we go with 50 is because if we look at, it, say, your Facebook friends, you may have 4,000 Facebook friends, but how many of them are really friends and how many, how many are really in a situation where they're going to send you business? And so we focus in on that top 50 because that's the ones we want to be in the best communication with. And it's not just giving them calls, but it's also taking them out for a lunch or looking for ways and opportunities to, to help people. Uh, and so that's we focus on them because that's where you're going to get your business from. So if you have 50 people and each one of them is going to give you one deal a year, that's a, a pretty good business just from that. Mm. Without anything else.
1: Yeah, that's great. Anything that you're doing else that you can talk about as far as converting the leads that you currently have. Because I I really want to stay on that because I am yeah. really concerned that people are weren't they're just trying to spend more money on new leads coming in. And they don't need more, they don't need to spend more money on new leads coming in. They just mm-hmm. need to work the leads that they already have. Oh, so right. if, let's just do a role play me and you. If you, if we were going to be the past client, I I had come in eight months ago. I would like you to do a role play for how to get me back engaged in the market. If I was a seller.
2: Uh, well, we, again, I, I don't have a, so you, you would be my friend Chantal and you are my friend and, <laughs> and, and we're, and we're going to talk about, you know, how, how you're doing and, 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 and not focus as much on real estate and, and then and inevitably it's going to come to real estate and, and what we're saying right now is that, yes, or I guess not now. We're always saying it's a good time to be doing something because it is always a good time to be doing something. It doesn't matter what the market's doing, right? The, the, the right buys are there. If, if you're, if you're working with my, if you're working with the right people, the right buys are there. And so I'm going to be in touch with you. If I see something good coming up, Chantel, I'm going to make sure that we're talking about it because I don't want you to lose a I you know, I had a client, uh, and all, like I guess. Sorry for kind of being a little bit all over the place, but we had a client where I called him and said, here's a good buy. He didn't take it. And uh, someone else got it. They made $20,000 on it within a month. And uh, I I feel bad for you that I I wasn't able to give you that same opportunity. So when when these deals come up, I'm going to make sure that you're my first call to, to get on that.
1: So that's a good point. Talking to people, like having some investment properties in your back pocket and saying, hey, I didn't know if you were thinking about investing in real estate right now. I just had a good deal pop up. You can go into the MLS right now and find a good deal and just start calling about to to all your past clients because anyone could say, okay, listen, I want to help you invest in real estate.
2: Yeah, it's telling the story. We feel like telling that way, like... A lot of times we won't say the natural name because they may have mutual friends, but we'll say, "You know, I had a friend that that looked at this house, we, we weren't sure about it because of the way the way the market is, but he's able to go into it, fix up. We put it back with our marketing on as opposed to the other agents' marketing, and uh, we made through twenty thousand dollars in a month.
0: Mm, you know,
2: is that something the- that you'd be interested? And uh, and everyone's always nice to. See- definitely so. But a lot of times when we call, like if I talk to you and you say, yeah, definitely I'll let me know when those deals are coming up, I'll call you back. Um, but the timing might not be right for you. So we'll end up going through just a, a list of everybody to to call and, and touch base. And then we're touching base with purpose and with the intention of helping you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of our agents and our brokerages, everyone is so friendly and they allow everyone to market their listings. So even if you don't have any listings right now, you should be marketing your friend's listing and kind of acting like it's your listing without saying so like this is an amazing house just listed. You're not saying you're just listing it and start promoting those listings within the company, even if they're not yours. So people are thinking, hey, this person is busy. Yep. Any other tips that you want to give people? We're almost out of time. Bef- um, that would be a good tip that you've done that's been very successful on social media, or on anything else that you've done that's been great.
2: Well, yeah, just to bounce back on that same line, we create a, a WhatsApp group within our uh, each brokerage, so that if an agent has a uh, good listings come to market that uh, clients can make money off of, they'll put it into that the chat group. And it also works in the, the second way too, is we have agents that are in competition, whether going to be against, you know, five or six agents, uh, where we definitely know the client's selling, we'll put it out in that group so that if someone has a buyer, possibly we can get it, get that buyer in there before they finish interviewing with all the agents. And that's going to be successful as well.
1: That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been awesome. Everyone show some love for our special guest, Ellen. Thank you so much. And Ellen, if you'll type I in did. the chat and let people know where they can find you and where they can follow you. That would be great. And thank you again for being with us today.
2: Yeah, Thanks, guys. Good luck out there, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.